This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for listening today. I pray that you are enjoying your beautiful summer days and you are getting out to embrace fresh air and freedom. I pray that you all feel the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Now I'm troubled and ask you to each pray for me as I pray for you. This week it has been on my heart that many of my beloved friends, family members, brothers and sisters are still torn with the decision to receive COVID vaccines or not. I know and I understand that this is a personal decision, a personal journey, but I love you too much to not remind you that we must all take responsibility for being well-informed, intentional, and wise in everything that we do. In all things, we must also give thanks. I had the occasion to address some individuals in the medical community just recently, and I must tell you that COVID-19 has not yet left the building, so be not deceived. Thank God for the vaccines that some of you listening prayed and asked God to send. Now, I know you may not have prayed for a vaccine directly, but you asked God to fix it, to save those you loved from certain destruction, even praying that you and your family members would not be stricken with COVID. Others asked God to intervene and interrupt the plague that was so aggressively crippling our land. So many became paralyzed with fear and anxiety that they needed psychological intervention, not making it small or minimizing God's blessings, just praising God that you are still here in your right mind because so many did not make it back physically or mentally, but you are one of the blessed ones who did. Not by accident, coincidence, or chance, God has you in this place going through the challenges and changes that you are enduring for such a time as this. Today, I want you to gain reassurance for your endurance. I learned from medical professionals that COVID numbers are slowly sneaking upward while the enemy has too many believing COVID has ended. I also learned that some fear that too many individuals with our freedom of choice have not taken full advantage of the vaccines that God allowed to aid in our protection from this known deadly virus. Now I know that some are saying God will take care of me and I wholeheartedly believe the same, but I also know that God's word advised us with all thy getting get understanding. You see, understanding is a healthy combination of wisdom coupled with knowledge. Take what you know and carefully, prayerfully apply it to informed, appropriate decision-making. After a full year of death, deception, disruption, and fear, God sent us a bit of relief. So I remind you, don't lose hope because just when things looked like they would not work out, God sent us an answer that provided hope. 
light at the end of the tunnel, a way out of no way or a way that looked like there was no way. Truth where there had been lies, lies that had been told and spread like wildfire. God's word said, he is the way, the truth and the light and no man come to the father but by him. Now I know that if you have been paying attention since the COVID vaccines have been presented, the death toll once attributed to COVID, thank God, has sharply declined. Only too many of us have taken God's blessing for granted. And instead of doing our little part by receiving our vaccination, we have decided the vaccination is not for me. Just know that the vaccination working to get us back to normal or semi-normal only works if the masses, yes, the majority, you included, become fully vaccinated. I am not knocking you if you've chosen not to, but urging you to consider doing your part because the lives and well-being of so many ride upon your willingness to cooperate. Additionally, some members of the medical community are becoming wearily resentful when so many who refuse the vaccination are presented in dire need of life-saving care. And they, those devoted members of the medical community, are being asked to continue risking their lives and connectively the lives of loved ones with whom they either live or fraternize when those in dire need of life-sustaining care has made an informed decision to ignore, negate, or disregard their own need to become vaccinated. Additionally, experts have warned that this new strand, the Delta strand, is more severe symptomatically and far more devastating physically on the body than the former. Now, please do not get angry with me as I am in no position to reprimand anyone, but rather consider my pleas to you in love and with great respect. I neither want you to end up in medical distress nor presenting at an emergency room where professionals are weary, not from exhaustion, but from personal decisions that eventually bring public pain to you, your loved ones, and all who are expected to work cohesively to quite possibly save your life. I beg of you, please, please do your part and get your vaccination. Unless you plan to remain isolated in your homes, separate and apart from friends, family, those you love, and even strangers, Therein lies a responsibility for each of us to work towards mitigating the spread of viruses between each other, not just to protect others, but self-preservation. Self-love should be a motivating factor to identify and personally pursue self-preservation. Even while so much looks bleak, you are listening today because God is still in control. The more I think about it, the more I have got to tell you to hold on because God is still working on us, for us, and on our behalf. 
We witnessed COVID take out more than 600,000 people within the past year. We witnessed unspeakable brutality, public executions of black men and women last year. We witnessed the leadership of this country mislead, deceive, and omit life-sustaining truths just last year. We have witnessed more individuals than we could count storm the walls and halls of Congress in an effort to overturn the 2020 elections and quite frankly, to overthrow the government as we know it. But please, please keep in mind, the government is on Jesus Christ's shoulders. So said the word of God. So one must be ignorant of such structural posture to become violent against the government. Just think about it. We have seen a deadly rise in gun violence everywhere in this country. It seems every night we go to bed, we awaken daily to more bad news of yet another violent, often deadly shooting. Just a few nights ago, we witnessed, as we were told, of an entire apartment building collapsing in the middle of the night in the peace and safety of a Jewish community. The thought of loss, loud, uncontrollable, inconsolable, crashing in the darkness, troubled me deep in my soul. I tossed and turned that night for hours. That night brought warm tears to my eyes and I had to pray and ask God for peace, not knowing that so many were in deadly trouble, even in their own homes. Each time I see the mounds of rubble, that just hours earlier had been the safe, peaceful homes of so many, my troubled heart prays and tears wet my face as I searched the scriptures in 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, from the first to the third verse. But of the times and the seasons, brother, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so come as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction come upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. My God, these words speak of the Lord's coming. No, I never want to provoke fear, but the word of God has said he will not have his people ignorant or uninformed. So I repeat, the words in verse 1 specifically state that you have no need of knowing when Christ will specifically come or return, but that that day will come as a thief in the night or like labor pains upon a woman, a mother who is about to give birth. Now, you know, a thief does not forewarn anyone. He just shows up and take, kill, steal and destroy. When a woman is pregnant, she can often count the 40 weeks of gestation it should take for her child to make ready for birth. But that is not always the case, as some women are prematurely interrupted at 28 weeks, sometimes more, sometimes less, enduring sharp labor pains. My point? You must, no, we must beware of the signs of the time. You see, God's word warned us of the signs of the times in Matthew 5th chapter, beginning at the first verse. 
And Jesus said unto them, See you not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of that coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. When you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in holy places. Whosoever read, let him understand that which he reads. Just like the destruction of the 12-story building that collapsed a few nights ago, no one knew the day nor the hour that the building would fall, so no one, no matter how intelligent each might have been, no one knew what would happen that night when they went to bed? I can only imagine that each of those people felt peace and safety within their own homes. Peace and safety, then sudden destruction. My God, some probably never knew what hit them. Now why am I reminding you of this latest tragedy as with the others that I have named? I want you to pay close attention to the signs of the times. Be not deceived. We are enduring perilous times. Elder Freddie Chisholm, a preacher and elder, my grandfather. Mother Naomi Frazier, a strong church mother in the church where I grew up. God rest their souls. I can still hear the both of these people, God's people, warning us, beware of the signs of the times. Of course, the signs of the times in which we live have been growing more and more intense with every new occurrence, with every waking day. I do not want you to become complacent, thinking we are back to business as usual, because we are not. Events and matters, the day-to-day happenings, continue to intensify. And I must say that God is still in control, but he really wants our undivided, uninterrupted, uninhibited attention. 
I know you recall me telling you just a few weeks ago that we must seek him with our whole heart, stand in holy places, take his yoke upon you and learn of him how his purpose facilitates our progress. You see, God's word is in place to help us put on the whole armor of God so that when these difficult, desperate matters arise, we're able to remember and speak God's word so that we could rest assured that no matter how dim and devastating the issues may look, we will be equipped to endure. Remember that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Now, if you do not remember or accept anything I have said so far, please, please remember that you need the spirit of the Lord to endure. The spirit helps us to rest in God's word, his promises and divine protection. It ushers us into God's presence and his precious promise that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. As well as you may think you can fight, just know that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The warfare for which we must prepare is not of flesh and blood, but spiritual. Therefore, I urge you, put on the whole armor of God so you are prepared for the fight that so many do not even realize we are in. I named the signs, the occurrences, the happenings that are taking place right here in our neighborhoods, among people and even family members, people we know intimately. You see, God promised to fight all of our battles for us, but he also commanded us to accept his spirit. Be ye holy, for I am holy, were his words in 1 Peter, 1st chapter, the 16th verse. It is the only way that we will be able to stand as the signs of the time has revealed that we are enduring perilous times. Yes, the spirit is a still quiet entity and quality that will render us at peace, even in the midst of life's storms, peaceful endurance. Now I ask you, how can the Lord lift up a standard around and about you when the enemy comes in like a flood and he is seeping in on every side, if you refuse to invite the spirit of the Lord in, into your heart and mind, that is. What is the spirit, someone asked? It is the comforter that Jesus promised he would send back to sustain, lead, and guide man. It is the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, both the peace, P-E-A-C-E, that's the peace that causes us to trust calmly and in comfort. And then the peace, P-I-E-C-E, that part of God that every man, woman, boy, and girl must have to connect us to Christ when Christ returns. It is the undeniable connection between God and man so that that quickening part of God that lives in you and me can connect your soul to God as these mortal bodies are nothing more than dust, the same dust into which God blew his breath of life during the days of Adam. 
The spirit is that which God said, if I go, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you will be also. And where I go, you will know and the way you will know. The spirit of the Lord is that do right, live right, treat others right force that cannot be explained and dwells high above our limited understanding. The spirit that will not force you but will not allow you to compromise or mistreat others without feeling the force that pulls and pushes you to make the matter right, to apologize, beg forgiveness, and change your course of action. That same spirit that teaches, reaches, preaches, selects, corrects, and infects that beautiful spirit of peace that compel you to love and forgive even when someone does not reciprocate or maybe neither loving nor forgiving themselves. The same that demands that we live so that others can see our light and glorify God, our Father which is in heaven. The Holy Spirit that would be a lifeline, a conduit if you will, to attach you and me and all people to God, his glory as heirs and joint heirs to his many promises of provision, Jehovah Jireh, our provider and divine protection. You see the promise when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord would lift up a standard against him. That spirit is the same Holy Spirit that will quicken our bodies to be reconnected to meet the Lord in the air when he returns. But prior to that time, that same spirit must dwell among and within us. Yes, we are the host and hostesses of such a gentle but most powerful spirit of the living God. That spirit of he who was, he who is, and he who is still to come. We call such a comforter who is strong and quick enough to enter into us without our consent after the spirit of God is that of a sovereign God who needs no one's permission. Strong enough to enter without an invite, but too gentle to enter without your desire for him as the spirit awaits your open invitation. Some may ask, where must I go? What must I do? How much does such protection cost? If it costs money, none of us would be able to afford it. You see, Jesus Christ died on a mountain called Golgotha so that the spirit would be free to all that desire and request him. It is through the same spirit of God that all of our sins are forgiven. The same spirit through which Christ was awoken from the dead. The same spirit that took Jesus up as he ascended back to his father. And the same spirit that each of us will need to accept, then be led and guided into all truth. The same spirit for which Christ will return to reclaim back to himself as he promised, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I will come again and receive you through this same spirit, the Holy Ghost, that wherever I am, there you will be also. Wherever I go, you will know, and the way you will know, said the word of God, according to John the 14th chapter and the third verse. I am the way, the truth, and the light. 
This is how people, all people connect to God. That spirit provides hope of God's solid connection and divine protection even until his promised return. Such hope is available to all. As God has no respect of persons, he does not care about your address, your bank account, your pedigree, social class, or to which caste you can boast you belong. Such identifying markers may provide one with great confidence, foolish pride, and be impressive to others, but God is totally unimpressed. See, he knows every detail about us, every shortcoming, how we struggle, and the embarrassing, demeaning things some have done and some are still doing to look like what we want others to think we are. Before God, We are naked and he knows our every flaw. He said our righteousness is as filthy rags. So no, we do not have the capacity to impress the Lord, but we have been compelled to acknowledge the signs of the time. Invite the spirit of the Lord in, put on the whole armor of God, praise him continually and endure to the perfect end. During all of that, we must give thanks in all things as he lives in the praises of his people. If you do not invite and receive the spirit of the Lord, your soul will certainly perish. Most immediately, if you refuse to receive the spirit of the Lord, you will remain troubled on every side and you will not be able to stand as God commanded, stand in holy places. During these times of abomination, which will certainly lead to desolation. Now, abomination is an unnatural obsession with a thing, things, a person or people, which you embrace honor and love as opposed to God. In other words, those things, human or material, that you adore and shower with your money, your heart, and the affection with which God should be loved, honored. And adored. Remember, God's word has commanded, Thou shalt have no other God before me. Daily, people love, honor, and adore everything and everyone except a loving God whom we need every day and every hour, or the enemy will surely devour us, swallow us up, and leave us desolate. Now, the word desolate means deserted of people and in a state of bleak and dismal emptiness. See, the enemy seeks to leave us with nothing and no one. So as the enemy continues to whisper in your ear, like the smooth lover and friend that some believe they need, you had better understand that he seeks to sift you as wheat. The enemy plots and plans to kill, steal, and destroy you and all attached to you. The enemy wants to get you to believe that you neither need God nor his Holy Spirit, might even call it foolishness. The enemy will feed you all of the freaky, beautiful, comfortable little things that you like. And as long as you ignore, negate, and refuse the spirit of the Lord, the enemy will keep you thinking, even believing that you do not need God. Beloved, you need him every day, every hour, every time you come and go, every time you awake and fall asleep again, you need him. You need him. 
Be not deceived as God is the way, the truth, and the light. The enemy presents you with sweet, tasty, beautiful abominations today that will leave you desolate when you need God the most. Please get in God's word and make note of the signs of the times. Invite the spirit of the Lord into your heart, soul, and mind with all sincerity so that you understand and put on the whole armor of God. Anything less and you surely fall victim to the abominations of this world and your end will be outer desolation. When you see the signs of the time, no day is better than today. An awesome day to give God your whole heart. It is as simple as making the decision to ask God for his precious Holy Ghost, his spirit. It is the only entity that has promised provision and divine protection by he who was, he who is, and he who is yet to come. Our salvation is in the Holy Ghost, the spirit of God. It is your reassurance of endurance. Now, you do know that if salvation was something we had to buy, the rich would live and the poor, we would die. God is still sovereign, full of love and controls everything. But you need his precious Holy Ghost for the peace and safety it brings. When the enemy comes in like a flood or a cloaked thief in the night, it is the spirit of the Lord that we all need. He will protect, provide, and fight. No matter too big, not COVID, no guns, or suppressing the vote. God promised never to leave nor forsake us. In his word, that's what he wrote. I know the plans I have for you to give you hope and good success. Accept his spirit, put on the whole armor, so in his favor you abide and rest. Anything less will bring curse and stress. Be not deceived by sin. The enemy of man with unclean hands idolatry deep within. So many things are happening. Wars, pestilence, and earthquakes. Shootings, hatred for one another. Our own lives we destroy and take. COVID has not yet ended. Like a snake it lurks, then strike. So get your vaccine and on him just lean. Be led in the way that's right. With all your getting yet understanding, Exercise knowledge and good wisdom. The principal thing will direct and bring review for sound decisions. Behold, I stand at the door and knock to secure and take care of you. To hold you up, God abide and sup. Fight every battle is what he'll do. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but to the pulling down of strongholds. The Holy Spirit is quick with discernment to predict. Those related from soul to soul. We fight not against flesh and blood, but intangible forces that bind. So when we put on God's whole armor, he gives sweet peace of mind. It all begins with accepting God's spirit on whom we rest and boast. Valued far above diamonds, it is his Holy Ghost. He who leads and guides, protects and hides from doubt and certain fear great defender, mind regulator, and heart mender, never sleeps but always near. Be watchful, pray always, and trust in the Lord, vigilant of the signs of the times. Gain God-ordained endurance and strong reassurance of great value but cost not a dime. 
Let God's spirit overtake you. Men mold and remake you to do the things that are right. No more deception and shame because God knows your name. He is the way, the truth, and the light. The spirit is God's gift that's free, available to you and me. Just ask if it's your heart's desire. This precious Holy Ghost, when you receive it, guard it close. It will keep you uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Well, family, this is number 61 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I love you, and there is nothing you can do about it. I am begging you to do your part when it comes to getting your vaccination. And yes, I do understand that it is a personal thing. However, unless you plan to stay isolated and shut in from all others, friends, family, loved ones, and strangers, please, please protect yourself and those you love. In the midst of turmoil and life's storms, please invite the Holy Spirit in so that you put on the whole armor of God to ensure your endurance. God's spirit is a ghost, but not scary. It is a holy ghost. That means a clean ghost. That is the Holy Ghost that provides the promise of provision and divine protection. I want you to pay close attention to the signs of the times in which we live. God is so awesome that he left us written instructions of what to look for as the day of the Lord is advancing. But he also left us his precious Holy Ghost and made it available to all who would ask or invite him in. The same Holy Spirit that carried our ancestors carries us today and will carry us until the day of Christ. The same that is authored by he who was, he who still is, and he who is still to come. God's word said he is the way, the truth, and the light, but no man can come unto the Father but by him. Please know that that Holy Spirit, that Holy Ghost, is that spirit that ushers us to the Father. Accept his Holy Spirit today for reassurance of your endurance. I pray that God sustains you with grace, mercy, favor, and endurance. He that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. God bless each of you. On a separate note, a very sad note, I am soliciting your prayers for a dear sister of mine as she lost her eldest son early Sunday morning. I am lost for words because after a while, I am sorry for your loss begins to ring hollow. Please pray for Angie and Robert as they endure the loss of their son. God, we ask that you give them peace and comfort their broken hearts during this most difficult time. I trust you, God. We trust you, God. In advance, I appreciate your many prayers. As much prayer is needed. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music, as well as my new platform on YouTube. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, 
and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.